Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis Dahl. Hi guys, I'm Barbara Wojan and we are at episode 37. That's a lot of episodes that I've been uh, recording with my good friend Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> we still like each other. We will be surprised every episode that we're able to record. I, I don't think <laughs> it will ever be a time where we're sad to reach a new number. So I think that um, you could probably say that this is the most uh, I have ever committed my time, 37 episodes. So you should be uh, proud and impressed. Maybe not everybody, but you should, Elvis. So. <laughs> Don't give up now. Don't give up now. <laughs> well, not. So it's an exciting time of the year. I don't know if anyone noticed, but registration for one of my favorite meetings opened up last week, LMT Lab Day Chicago. So if you haven't already signed up, make sure you head over to lmtmag.com and sign up. And we're going to be there. And we will be there. And everybody and their mother is going to be there. Everybody is like- there. But Barb and I are going to have a big booth down on the exhibit hall. So make sure if you do come to LMT Lab Day in Chicago that you stop by, you find us, sit down and have a chat with us, and you'll be on the podcast. Which, if you're listening to us, you actually like podcasts. And if you like podcasts, that should be a fun opportunity for you. We'll see how we do live. <laughs> <laughs> that will be interesting. Elvis does a fair amount of editing, so we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, if you get a chance and you're coming to LMT Lab Day in Chicago, which is in February, make sure you come by and see us. We'll have Fireball. Or not. <laughs> I'll have Fireball. I don't think Elvis will, but... Or not. Like I said, I'm just kidding. I don't drink at meetings. Is it juice? Is it not juice? Is it water? Is it not water? Who knows? <laughs> no, no, I don't drink at meetings, especially during the day. See for yourself, though. Come by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give her the test. Make her walk in a straight line. It'll be great. Yeah, uh, that's right. Or join me. Or join her. Even better. So this week we are continuing our conversation with Bennett Napier and Bob Savage. This week we get into how a lab can participate in the NADL. And for those who are interested, how you get on the board. We also touch on one of the highlights of my career, which is when I attended the NADL University. And of course, the upcoming Visions 21 meeting. You know, Barb and I, we have not mentioned uh, Visions on the podcast yet, so maybe it's a good time to do it. Seriously? I think we've <laughs> mentioned it like 10 times. But we haven't mentioned it recently. So That's true. Your- it's probably been a whole week. So let's make <laughs> sure that we mention Vision 21 meeting. But Bennett and Bob talk about how great that meeting is and actually how it started, which is interesting. So let's continue with the executive director and current president of the NADL, Bennett and Bob. Voices from the Bench. The Interview listening to, to everybody's needs because they're the, you know everybody based on business models size of business how long they've been in the business everybody has u- unique needs based on the cycle of where they are and can't be all things to all people but we definitely try to make sure that we are providing uni- universal things that 
benefit the majority of people. Yeah, and I'd definitely like to follow up to your point that, you know, we do try to, you know, attract and go out to and speak to um, the smaller laboratories or less than 10 people. That's always a topic of conversation at our on our meetings is how do we benefit them? How do we market to them to get more more people involved, not only on the boards, but just industry wide? You know, I know that it's been said sometimes that NADL is only a large laboratory, but I know from my perspective, or not a large laboratory, but only speaks to and the boards are, you know, from bigger laboratories. And I, and I don't believe that to be true. And I know personally that we are, you know, doing some initiatives, especially coming up next year to attract and uh, give more benefits to the smaller labs. So I'd like to make that point very loudly and very clearly. So thank you. And if I can just kind of build on that, too. And, you know, as you talk about the service side of what NADL provides to its membership uh, is great. Um, But I think the thing, you know, especially even for me and for us here at Drake, the ability to network with other laboratory professionals, whether on the business side or the technical side, in my opinion, is immeasurable because that's where for, for me personally, even the ROI is where I can talk to other lab owners about trends within the business or technology that we're contemplating adding um, or contemplating taking away. Getting others' opinions I don't think you can almost put an ROI on that. And, and you know, the membership alone, that, that check that you write, our ability to build those connections and build those friendships and build those colleague relationships, you can't put a price tag on. And, and whether you take advantage of the services that with those other allied partners that Bennett and his staff work really hard to, to put together, the thing that that really drives home for me with, within NADL is my ability to just reach out to to colleagues from around the country that are members of NADL and 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 have great conversations with them about how we continue to move the needle forward. Yeah, I agree. That's one of the biggest benefits I see out of not only being on the board but just being part of the group. Yeah. I've made some great connections and I've utilized those resources because this industry has this amazing ability to, even though we're competitive, we teach each other and we help each other. That's one of the greatest things about it. I can say from, you know, coming from a construction background that was very private bid and, and those types of things, construction companies do not share information at all. And and it took me a while when I joined this company, I'd be I'd look at Billy like, are you really telling that person that? And, and as I got to kind of grow and then learn, you, you really figure out that this community is really like no other that I've been around in the ability for colleagues and competitors to to just collaborate in, in some regard to, to really make each other's businesses better. It's, 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 it's unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I'm Barb and Elvis, I mean, both of you are NADLU graduates and, you know, Bob has definitely sent a number of his staff over the years to NADL university. I mean, that's a good example in a broader sense. NADL brings people together, but NADLU, which is a three day business management course is almost a kind of a microcosm of that outreach in the sense that a lot of the labs that go, you know, although it's, it's, again, it's a diverse audience each year, small, medium, and large, but you get, you bring 25 people together. That in and of itself is even, even more of a close knit peer group, just because one, they, they spend three days together and uh, really get to know each other. And then, I mean, I, I know a lot of those laboratories that have gone through the program over the years as alumni, 
you know, those become really lifelong friends, just not only on the friend side, but just as Bob pointed out, just that ability to pick up a lab in Florida costs money in California who they're not really competing on a day-to-day standpoint probably, but they can really bounce ideas off each other and help each other through the good, you know, good times and the bad times. Yeah, I did attend NADLU and there's people that I see uh, at meetings and I'm just like giving big hugs and, you know, you really bond. I mean, three days with anybody, you really bond. And um, I I agree. I uh, asked them questions still, and that was probably eight years ago. And um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. When I did that group, I mean, I think we had the best class ever. And those people still today, I contact on a regular basis and we're still friends and I still speak with them and ask them for advice. And they do the same of me. And it's it's huge, I think. I think it's huge with with our industry. But the NADLU, it happens every fall. Like it just happened, didn't it? Just a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. We just had a couple of weeks ago. You know, we limit it to 25 people a year, really just because it it allows very strong interaction and building camaraderie. You know, once you get past 25, 30 people, then you kind of lose that personal touch piece of it. Yeah. And you really want to build up a peer to peer sharing network. And that's what it's for. You know, they come and learn on site, but then it's what they do going home that really matters. And, and so that that's been a good program. We've getting close to 400 graduates now um, since the program launched, Wow! you know, since the foundation came into existence 10 years ago, we've got both through the foundation itself, through the Fulcrum grant number of, you know, people have gone through it, have used the Fulcrum grant to pay for their tuition. And then Colzer, you know, has um, the last several years has granted two NADLU scholarships specifically you know, for, for people who want to go through it. So it's a great thing. And our faculty, you know, really haven't had a lot of change over the with the faculty, except for a, a couple of instances. Unfortunately, one who one of which passed away, and being Mark Jackson, who was a phenomenal faculty member for a, a long time. But the the faculty really hasn't changed. So they, again, they kind of over the years have really sat in each other's courses. They know how to blend the topics together, so everything kind of blends nicely. All those puzzle pieces that made it, you know, make laboratory management work. You know, so that's again, been another really good high quality outcome for us is, is the faculty and, um, you know, it's given them their time and knowledge, you know, over the years, you know, and um, that's, that's, it's been a good thing. Yeah. As someone who took the course, I recommend to anybody looking to get into a little bit more business management. Uh, it was very beneficial and I learned a lot and it's at one of the best hotels I've ever been to, which is always talked about how great it is. Yeah. I know on, on some of your podcasts, you know, you've talked about who's coming into the profession and, you know, are we aging out and who's going to come behind this generation of technicians. But I, I, NADLU is a good example. We've got a lot of younger folks going through it, a lot of second, third generation mm-hmm. technicians that are taking over family businesses. And so that proves the point. And even Vision 21, for that matter, our demographics in the in the audience, definitely a lot of 35 and under percentage wise that are we're seeing in the room now. And um, so it, it gives us that that light that, yeah, there's there's another generation that's going to take over and they're going to do just fine. And Elvis, you're you're one of those under 40 people. So, um, Barely. you know, we're I think, I think we're in good shape. So do you do like a call of uh, a call to action at the NADLU or any of these areas that you're at to um, to get on the board and, uh, and to apply for the board and let them know that we're looking for new and fresh blood? How do we go about getting uh, the younger generation and more applicants to to join the board. Yeah, I think to Bob's point, I mean, 
that personal relationship makes the world a difference. So it's it's kind of you know it's it's you can do it you know just through email or by phone, but when you've met somebody in person at a meeting and you've got that personal connection, you know that really helps to seal those kind of conversations. So at every juncture, when we can, you know, in a DLU um, or any outreach that we do, especially at state meetings, working trade shows, and you kind of see who are the up and comers working at, at the state level or regional level, and diamonds in the rough, if you will, and say, hey, you, you've, you've got some skills here. You've got some talents here. We could use you at the national level. And you really just kind of start that seed. And a lot of it doesn't have to come from a state association because obviously we don't have that many left in the market, unfortunately. But you know, it definitely helps them understanding kind of what's the role of a board member or committee volunteer. And a lot of people are I'll be frank with you, are intimidated say, hey, you know, I'm not sure I, I'd be really good at the NADL level, at the national level. But at the end of the day, you know, if you've got passion, that's that's what you need. And, you know, everybody's got skills and talents that they can bring to the table. And as all of you have seen, it's there's no pretense, you know, at the board level in terms of it's a very open culture. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of hierarchy, if you will. So I think once once we have the ability to have personal conversations with people about, you know, removing their kind of what their potential fears might be, then it's a pretty easy conversation to say, get on board and and. um and most of them do. And a lot of it just comes down to, like Bob said, you, you know, a lot of people, you just, you just got to ask. And that's the, that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, I think, you know, encouraging people to, to reach out to a board member because there's, there's different task force that get formed and committees that get formed looking at different issues uh, on the national level. And that's a great way to, to just dip your foot in and take a look at what the board does, what NADL does from, from an up close and, and personal perspective. So you, so you can understand that. So, you know, although they, they don't form all the time, I mean, that's the point for them to kind of in and out and do the work that they do, but knowing people that are interested in say, Hey, I, you know, if you've got something along this area, I'd love to be involved. Just knowing names or introducing yourself from that standpoint is a great way. You don't have to all of a sudden be a board member there. I think there's other opportunities for you, for an individual to get to know the NADL board and the NADL board to get to know those individuals. So um, I, I think that's, that's an important part or an, an important note because it's, it's not all in or nothing. There, there's different ways for people to become involved. That's how I got involved. I uh, was on the public awareness and after, you know, some emails with everybody and a few phone conferences and seeing what sort of difference and changes got made, it really got me interested to sit on the actual yeah, board. And absolutely. that's how I got into it through a committee. Yep. Same here. We were fools. No. <laughs> so, Bob, you're wrapping up your year of presidency. I mean, sorry, the podcast wasn't around to catch you at the beginning. Okay. But, you know, you've set the bar for every president I'm going to witness after you because you were the first for me. So good luck to everyone after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Bob, you were his first. Uh, yes. It's good to know. It's good to know. So, uh, so this last year, what are some big things that you were able to accomplish or help accomplish being president? This is my first year. So a lot of it was FDA regulations and educational things. Yeah. What are you the most proud of this presidential year? You know, I think as you look at this board and, and subsequent boards and, and boards to the future, I mean, the one interesting thing about NADL is a lot of these projects and a lot of these things go over multiple 
years. So multiple boards and, and things and new people rolling on and, and those types of things. And, you know, as you already alluded to, I think a, a big talking point or a big issue um, within the industry this past year is the FDA scrutiny or, or uh, increased activity within our space. And, you know, NADL worked really hard at trying to meet that head on and continue to do that. And, you, you know, it's one of those topics that, that are tough when you start getting into what, what I'll call federal politics and federal agencies and those types of things. And navigating those waters takes expertise and, and Bennett's team does an amazing job and, and has an amazing skill set for moving through those types of things. So for me, you know, getting that started or, or not started or continuing that work, I think has been very, very important because I think it will make uh, a difference in the long term of our industry um, because we need a voice at that table and, and be able to have good moving discussions with, with any regulatory body for that matter, um, whether it's FDA, whether it's OSHA or whatever may come down the pike later. Um, so setting that groundwork, I think, is most important, you know, and then just carrying on the work of the presidents and in, in the boards before me. I mean, we've already talked about it that, you know, the board's really work together to move these issues forward, whatever they may be. Um, NBC on the education and the recertification process, although, you know, that board certainly does the heavy lifting. The rest of the boards, the foundation and NADL board pushes those agendas forward as well. So, so I'm proud of everything this board is, has accomplished because it's they continue to bring ideas to the table, whether it's with allied organizations moving forward to collaborate with them. So it's an ongoing effort, and, and I'm proud of everything that we've done so far, and I look forward to, to seeing what the, the next board does and the next president. Travis, as he comes in, continues that work. It's um, you know, it's it's definitely a process and it's not a, hey, we just did this this year and we're done. Let's start a new thing. I would agree. And I think you've done a great job and we've got a lot of work ahead of us, especially with the FDA. Uh, they've come knocking on many doors. I know they came to your your laboratory and you had yeah. like a five day audit. And we've been called here at Night Dental a couple of times in the past couple months. So I can only assume, um, you know, that they're going to be knocking on our doors. So that's a, an extremely important endeavor that we're going to be working on the next, uh, you know, oh, two to five years on how to protect ourselves and the laws and how they're changing and what we need to do and then get the message out to what we do need to do, um, you know, to make sure that we comply. Yeah, because you do, you need you need a seat at those tables and you need to be involved because if you're not, then you you get what somebody else wants to, to give you without any input. And so I think it's important to build those connections on every level we possibly can, whether it's it's local, state, federal, to, to make sure that, that our voice is heard. And, and, you know, Bennett talked about it earlier and we talked about it with membership, you know, as, as a small laboratory, as a large laboratory, just as a business in general, Having a trade association like the NADL and you being a part of it helps helps you ultimately. You know whether you you see the direct ROI that I've saved my check that I wrote in in a UPS deal. Uh, you know the connections you make and and the bridges that you build with all these different organizations is the big ROI. And sometimes it's not always measurable to say, hey, it's a dollar for dollar thing. But I, I can assure you from my experience with just being an NADL member to being on the board to now being president, we've actually gotten way more out of the NADL than we have written a check for for our membership. And that's that's the, the big point yeah. for me. 
Agreed. So how much does it cost to join the NADL? Do we even want to talk about that or? Sure. I mean, uh, you know, as I shared, we've got a membership task force and we have membership task forces periodically, but um, we'll probably see some changes going into 19. But I would say this historically, you know, the association dues are fairly low compared to a lot of other national uh, trade associations. So we've got effectively right now two tiers of membership. 350 a year for a one to six person operation and then 395 for over six employees and um, we'll basically some minor modifications to that in 19 but still probably be a pretty sweet deal if you will from a comparative standpoint most other national trade associations we just shared with our task force just so they can have perspective on it because we we do collect a lot of market research about like i said organizational and association management in general just to see what the trends are and see if we're on the right side or the wrong side of those trends and um, membership dues is an area we look at so most national trade associations bob's incoming chair of another one the average is probably around a thousand dollars so we've you know we're pretty inexpensive uh, investment, if you will, uh, in, in your business from a from that yeah, standpoint. Yeah, that is pretty low. So let's touch upon Visions 21. That's the big meeting out in Las Vegas in January. What exactly is Visions 21? When or what? Is that Or both? Ah, both. Yeah, yeah. What is it? January 16th through the 19th is the date next year at Bally's at Las Vegas. So it kind of it's like what I call old home week because that's where Vision 21, when Barb and her dad, um, Bob Warner and Billy Drake, you know, Bob's father-in-law, you know, were two of the key leaders that got Vision 21 started and uh, really? in the mid-1990s. And basically it was, they had other business management offerings when, you know, NADL was uh, conducting through Peter Stein. And then they basically elevated it to uh, a, a business management meeting. And then they ended up calling it Vision 21. It, so at the time, obviously it was, vision going into the 21st century was what created that terminology. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's been our flagship event ever since. Cool. Thanks for the shout out to my dad. That's neat. I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that. And to you as well, uh, Bob. So, I mean, it's, um, it's definitely changed over the years. And I mean, I think if anything, it's, it's only gotten better in the sense of it, it's, it's not a technical meeting, you know, because there's a lot of technical meetings that are available to the market. It's about managing and managing your business and growing your business. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of content that related to technical trends, but it's not, you know, where you're going to come for a hands-on workshop type thing. So it's really about, you know, working on your business instead of in your business, if you will. I mean, Bob, you speak to it. I mean, it's, we get really high marks in terms of the value. I mean, um, we've gotten a lot of new first-time attendees over the last few years, which has been great to see that. Yeah. We, we, we market it, a lot of people feel like it's for members only. It's not. I mean, anybody can come. We try to market it through LMT and IDT. So anybody's welcome to come. It's uh, the more the merrier. But, you know, certainly the people who go, uh, unless there's a schedule conflict, I mean, pretty much everybody who ends up going once, they come back, which is a good sign. Our goal is just to get more more people there so that they can be the beneficiaries of the knowledge that the presenters, you know, provide each year. And um, we have a wonderful you were talking about the public awareness committee, business management committee of volunteers who, you know, vet content topics, speakers, and um, really try to be on the cutting edge of what our people need to know most about business trends and how to make those things opportunities. And uh, so they do a wonderful job, you know, setting the content each year for 
for the attendees. Yeah, they do. That was at the Vision 21 meeting was actually the first when I joined Drake. That was the first meeting I went to. And I was, I was blown away back then about the content. Uh, and I've seen it just get better and better each year because, as you mentioned, the Business Management Committee really takes a deep dive on the the hot topics, trending topics from a business and an industry standpoint, and, and really wraps it into the Vision 21 meeting uh, every year. And, you know, as we talked about earlier, even the, the ability to, to create those connections. And, you know, if you're not an NADL member going to that meeting to, to start to, to really see what the NADL is all about, I, I think is, is a great idea because you're going to, you're, you're going to come away with a ton of information that come Monday morning, you're going to, going to be able to institute. And, you know, I know this year, you know, the speaker and the, the closing speaker that we have, uh, I read his book a, a while ago and I'm really excited. I think it's Brian Moran um, is, is coming and it's good. It's, I'm excited to, to see him speak. Yeah. And I always hear a lot of people say that's their favorite meeting and they get the most networking and meet the most people and they get the most jazzed after that meeting. And it's the first large meeting of the year. We always have really, really good feedback. Yeah, It's one of my favorite ones. So I'll be sure that Barb and I will be pushing it as much as we can <laughs> on the podcast, probably to the point where people will probably ask us to stop talking about it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, guys. We got a good solid hour of content here, and we didn't really touch upon much of really yeah. on the list. I mean, we did, but there's still a lot to talk about. So well, thank, thank you. you so much. Well, we just really appreciate you bringing it to the community. You're doing a great service. And um, I, I think y'all, have, honestly, you've, you're hitting all the hot topics and you know getting some, a good mix of people to uh, talk about you know, the things that are driving uh, our market and just do, you're doing a great service. So we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Elvis is the brainchild. I just show up. So thank you. <laughs> I eventually want to start a yearly trend, current president and uh, maybe you, Bennett, or maybe uh, Rachel sometime and just just kind of talk about where the NADL is every year. And I think it will be beneficial to the industry to know exactly what we do. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A big thanks to Bennett Napier and Bob Savage, and a bigger thanks to Bob for all the time he has given our industry on the board and ultimately as president. Travis Zick, as incoming president, look out. We'll be reaching out to you to come on the podcast and talk about your plans for the coming year. You know, Barb and I can't stress enough how important it is to be involved in any level on our industry either a state association, a regional association, or with the national association. Being involved helps everyone, including yourself. So get involved, people. Actually, I have a uh, NADL meeting coming up this weekend. So I will be sitting down talking about budgets and what we're going to do about the FDA and all of the questions that they're starting to ask. And so, you know, it's pretty serious business and it's it's hard work and it stretches the mind and you learn a lot about what we're facing and what's coming. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Just a little uh, insight into uh, what we do. What did you just send me a picture of? What is this? Is this JDT? I just sent you a picture of our FDLA Focus magazine. It's a magazine that Florida puts on. It's an excellent magazine. And there's um, a bunch of pictures of us from the race. And so I just wanted you to see it. Oh, that's nice. Look at look yeah. that goofy guy with a costume on. Who is that? <laughs> long sleeve shirts are still on sale. For $30, you get a nice quality long sleeve shirt featuring your favorite dental laboratory podcast that shows that you love the industry that you're in. 
you also get a nice warm fuzzy feeling knowing that 100% of the profits go towards the foundation for dental laboratory technology. We'd love to see some shirts at Visions 21, Voices of Dentistry, and Lab Day Chicago, where Barb and I will be. Head over to VoicesFromTheBench.com to order yours today. Speaking of Voices of Dentistry, this awesome meeting is being held January 25th to the 26th in Scottsdale, Arizona. And Barb and I will be there recording dentists and finding out their thoughts about our industry. Got a question you would like to ask? Send it to info at VoicesFromTheBench.com. I appreciate it, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you next Monday. Thank you for listening. We appreciate the support, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. Two B's, B and B.